This video is brought to you by Devout Decals, makers of reusable Catholic art for your home altar, your bedroom, and your home classroom. You can tell that things in the post-2020 affliction world have gotten back to as close to normal as they probably ever will by Francis's resumption of air travel to countries to continue his work of undermining the church abroad, his resumption of those <laughs> painfully revealing airline press conferences where he says some really inane things that's made him rather famous, and his, of course, favorite pastime of them all, meeting with celebrities and high-ranking public officials who are of like mind with him in his plan to secularize the Catholic Church. Today I'm going to cover his recent words against traditional Catholics, but I want to start that story by comparing it to something else, by showing you who he likes to spend his time with those whom he thinks are worth his valuable little remaining time. Certainly, you know, more orthodox figures like Cardinal Zen are not worth his time, certainly not more than one minute time with the mothers of traditional priests who pilgrimage on foot from France to the Vatican to beg for their son's right to say the Latin Mass. No, not them. They're not worth his time. Instead, Francis gives us this gem from Crux Now headline. Pope tells pop stars they're preachers of beauty. Ah, oh, yes, beauty. That, that's the first thing I think of when I think of pop stars. Let's get a closer look at this painful story from the article. Quote, In an off-the-books conversation with television, film, and music artists gathered at the Vatican for a private summit, Pope Francis spoke of the role that beauty and art can play opening doors and inspiring hearts. From August 31st to September 1st, more than 20 celebrities met at the Vatican's Casino Pio IV, which is the headquarters of the Vatican's Academy of Sciences, <laughs> for an ecumenical gathering organized by the Vitae Foundation that featured artists from different disciplines and various Christian traditions. The aim of the gathering, according to the Vitae Foundation, was for the participants to come to an agreement on policies and guidelines for the development of global initiatives that promote the good of all, without distinction. Among the high-profile names on the guest list were actors Denzel Washington and Patricia Heaton, as well as Italian singing cessation Andrea Bocelli. The list also included other recognized names, such as Jessica and David Oyelowo and Jonathan Rumi, who portrays Jesus in the movie The Chosen. More on The Chosen in a moment, folks. As well as Eduardo Verestui, Jay Balvin, and Marcus Mumford. In a September 1st statement, Vatican spokesman Matteo Bruni said the Pope arrived at the Casino Pio 4 around 3 p.m. local time and spoke to attendees about the importance of truth, goodness, and beauty. As artists, beauty is especially important and can serve as a path of contemplation, he said, telling the artists, you are preachers of beauty, end quote. Stunning, Francis. Brave, dare I say, even. And he's right about one thing. Truth and beauty can open hearts. Catholic beauty can. It's part of my own personal story was Catholic beauty. That has brought numerous people into the faith countless times throughout history, but Hollywood's not going to be doing that for anyone, and not even most Catholic-looking Hollywood productions, which, yes, I include The Chosen Among, 
since I hate to have an unpopular opinion here that many of you are going to bristle at, but that film contains heresy and blasphemes the mother of God. If you're stunned by that claim, I have an article from a traditional priest who explains the errors that, of that film regarding Our Lady. And I have it posted in today's show notes at returntotradition.org for you to see for yourself. Just look for the post with today's date on it and the title of today's video. It's in the show notes. You should take a look at it yourself if you have questions. I'm not going to make a video about it. Whatever good message that film may contain is ruined by the heresy it has. But enough about the chosen. Francis showed us his priority in that meeting with its focus on global initiatives to build a consensus using Hollywood actors and pop singers. The other priority he has never hidden from anyone who is paying an ounce of attention in the slightest is his rather naked attempt to bury the Catholic faith. The central argument traditional Catholics make is that all we really want is the same faith as the saints and the doctors of the church. We want the same faith that was taught to our great-grandparents, to their great-grandparents going back to antiquity. We want the church to stand up against the growing evils of the world instead of allying with the people pushing those evils, which is what state the church is in right now. We want the truth proclaimed from the highest levels of the church, regardless of how unpopular the truth is. And we want sin and error condemned, conversion of hearts preached, conversion to Christ preached, and the truth that Christ is the only way to salvation, that he is the only way to the Father, which can only be had in his one true church to be unashamedly preached. That's what we want. Not this nonsense that we've been seeing dominating the church for decades now with interfaith prayer meetings and pagan idolatry and secular movements embraced by the very highest levels of the church. Error has been preached from the very highest levels of the church for a long time predating Francis. And that is what is so rigid about traditional Catholics. Francis can't have that. He issued a new document to priests late last week or over the weekend. And in his talk to some priests about that document, he just could not help himself. He went after traditional Catholics again. Headline from Crux Now. Pope. Correct view of tradition nurtures beauty, grandeur of the liturgy. And if all you saw was that headline, of course you'd agree with him. He often says that he wants beautiful liturgies, but then does nothing against lamp, the rampant liturgical abuse that is so widespread in the Novus Ordo that it is the norm. The unicorn masses are the exception. But what he speaks about here is progress, redefining tradition as its opposite which is change, or to use the word he does here, progress. From the article, quote, The liturgy must be nurtured with care and never be neglected or abused, Pope Francis said. The liturgy is Christ's work and the church's, and as such it is a living body, he told members of Italy's Association of Professors of Liturgy. The liturgy is not a monument made of marble or bronze, it's not a museum piece. The liturgy is alive like a plant, and it must be nurtured with care and never be neglected or mistreated, he said. The Pope made his remarks during an audience at the Vatican September 1st with members of the association, which was founded 50 years ago to promote the study and teaching of liturgy at the seminaries, departments of theology, and other educational institutions. Pope Francis underlined the importance of progress being rooted in a true sense of tradition. 
progress in the understanding of, and even in the celebration of the liturgy, must also be rooted in tradition, which always advances in the way the Lord wants, he said. Like with a tree, growth comes from the roots, from tradition, which is the assurance of the future. However, the Pope warned, who say, according to tradition, when talking about the liturgy and at most they will be traditionalists, there is a worldly spirit of going backward that is disguised as tradition and is fashionable today, he said. This backwardism, he used a word in Italian that doesn't even exist, he said, is a temptation in the life of the church that leads you to worldly restorationism, disguised as liturgy and theology. According to the New Testament's letter to the Hebrews, we are not among those who draw back, he said. All Christians are called to, quote, go forward according to the line that tradition gives you. To go backward is to go against the truth and also against the spirit. The association, which was founded after the Second Vatican Council to help promote the reception in Italy of the council's teaching on the liturgy, continues to assist the church in this, quote unquote, season of liturgical reform, the Pope said. This ongoing process requires time and care, passionate and patient care. It requires spiritual intelligence and pastoral intelligence. It requires formation for a celebratory wisdom that cannot be improvised and must be continually refined, he said. End lengthy quote. Constant change, folks. That's what he's calling for. Compare this or can include in this the claim that he makes that traditional Catholicism is worldly, that going backwards is worldly, and understand that it is on its face nonsensical. It's nonsense on stilts, to borrow the only good thing Jeremy Bentham ever said. Francis is trying to tell us that the only thing traditional in the church is change, as long as the change is pretty. It's pretty rich, honestly, but not as rich as this nonsense. A parish in Sweden offered the Mass as usual, but in the name of ecumenical dialogue and friendship by embracing heresy and sacrilege, the priest, as you're seeing here on the screen, invited what is being called a stealth woman priest to celebrate the Mass with him. I don't know what's so stealthy about it. It's pretty obvious what's going on here. And what's going on is sacrilege on several levels. She offers the prayers of consecration with the priest verbally, and about the only part of the consecration that she doesn't ape what a priest does is to elevate the host. What you witness there is not permissible in the church, to put it mildly. Thankfully, the bishop, who is not a good bishop in the slightest, I've covered him negatively in the past, Joseph Bonneman, corrected the priest and is opening a quote-unquote preliminary investigation, whatever that means. Where it will go is anyone's guess, especially with, the, with virtually all synodal documents coming from every diocese in the church, it seems like, calling for ordination of women and other secular values to be normed, but this is not an isolated incident, folks. Rome does little, if anything, to correct this growth and demands for the church to embrace open heresy in this way. And why? Because Francis's focus is on traditional Catholics. You know, the one group in the church who unequivocally has the same faith as our ancestors. All the CARA research data shows that consistently. Ultimately, Francis believes that the traditional Catholic movement is just a fad. Now, this claim is wrecked by Father Z on his blog when he reminds everyone what happens to fads, that they tend to go away quickly, and that traditionalist movement is growing and has been growing for decades. Traditional Catholicism every year attracts new people, 
despite the personal flaws of some traditionalists, myself included and foremost on that list. From Father Z's piece on his blog, we get this explanation. Quote, this, Francis's claim, is incoherent. Think about this. It's just a fad, he says. We see this popping up in publications like Hell's Bible. The writer opined that right now being a traditional Catholic is chic, fashionable, like being in a cool club. It's from an article uh, on First Things, actually, called the Hell's Bible. <laughs> anyway, the, the Atlantic nut implied the same with bizarre smears and fear-mongering. It is becoming a talking point, almost like there's a coordination. Traditionalists are being painted as people to be feared, as dangerous people who kill the roots. Also, if it is just a fad, then why worry about it? It will pass if it is just a fad. So why all the scary rhetoric and name-calling? End quote. Because, as the priest continues on later, the word novus in Latin has negative connotations associated with revolution. Yes, the architects of the Novus Ordo knew they were creating a revolution in the church through their naming the new mass the Novus Ordo, because the word novus in Italian is connected to revolution. And Francis knows this and knows that the desire to go back to things that worked in the past is a threat to their little revolution in the church. It's as simple as that. Despite the fact that traditionalists really do make up a rather small minority of Catholics overall, I've seen in a I've seen some numbers saying we're less than one percent overall of all Catholics, at least in the Latin Rite. Francis is aware of what the stakes are here. Now I'm going to ask you: Are you surprised by Francis spending time with celebrities and showering them with accolades and all the rest of that while literally on the same day slamming trads for being backwardsists? His new word. Do his words about tradition being progressive by nature surprise you either? Let me know in the comments what you think of this, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help us. Just sharing these videos on social media, that helps a lot as well. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.